I'm Zero. And I'm Brando. It has been one hell of a week, one hell of a news week, but mostly it's going to be filled with one simple topic, and I know that's going to make Brando smile because he's he's a fanatic of it. He's an expert, in my opinion. We're going to get the ball, we're going to get the ball rolling, let him know. But first, I do want to pay a little bit of homage. I'm going to cut to this real quick. Pay a little bit of homage today because today is a very special day. Um, I want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers that are listening to us right now. Excuse me, that are paying, uh, that are listening to us right now, and to these three specific men right here that you're about to see up on your screen. The one closest closest to the left, his name was Ozzy Banks. He's the one that raised me for the first ten years of my life. I lived under his roof. He fed me. He clothed me. In all retrospect, I miss him dearly. He passed away in 2011. It was December 27, 2011. The man that you see in the middle on the, in the bo- on the bo- bottom of your screen, his name was Twan Pierre Wilson. I consider him like an older brother because he taught me most of the things I know to to this day. He his life was cut short at just the young age of 32 years old in 2016. The man in the top right hand right hand corner, I cannot acknowledge enough because I thought I had more time with them. That is my dad, Byron Dwayne Knight, December December 1970 to May 2022. I recently found out that he, he actually did serve in our U.S. military. He served in the Navy as a flight control flight control um, assistant. So I'm <laughs> very, very, very proud to say that I know you guys can barely see me right now because of the lighting in the room I do apologize about that but to these three specific men that had had a huge impact on my life there are two others as well that I couldn't find pictures of and I do want to acknowledge them on this broadcast as well Daryl Knight he passed away roughly about 10 months ago before his his um, brother Byron and then Jesse C. Car- Jesse C. Knight passed away in 2019. He was my he was my great un, great uncle and he was, it was, uh, 2020. 2020 2020 Matt, see that is like every single year we've had blow for blow, but these those five men have went to glory, and I can't thank them enough for being an influence in my life. I know Brando feels the exact same way. Oh, I'm I'm gonna talk about that in a I'm gonna talk about that in a very short while because it's been on my mind all week. No, it's been on my mind all month. It's been on my mind for two months, to be to be exact. Before there was ever another death, you know what I'm saying. So we're gonna fade back to this screen real quick. You guys, I thank you so much for tuning in. We we have had gro- some growth. We have had. Some big things happen within this week, but we're gonna get to that here here soon. Probably toward the toward the end of the broadcast. I'm not gonna spoil the news just just yet. We're gonna go ahead and get right down to what we need to talk about because this week in WWE, well, actually this month WWE is just, this this has just been hell for wrestling. Not only WWE but for AEW as well. Brando, what's on our agenda? Oh, oh my God. First things first. As most of you know, most of you that follow the show do know, Vince McMahon has stepped down voluntarily as the CEO of his own company. All of these years, I have followed this company. I've watched them. I've spent money on media, whatever. Money ain't even the issue. I'm just saying in general. I follow these men. I feel like I grew up with them and all this. I never in a million years would think that this man would have to step down from his own company. Now, all in the media, they're talking this crazy. They're talking all this talk about, oh, it's only temporary. We ain't doing this. Such a guy, you know. I never thought that. You know what I'm saying? And then this has been a cycle. This has been a cycle 
of bad news for this company. Starting last year, 2021, when they made the announcement that Paul Levesque, better known as Triple H, uh, had to stay, uh, is not only uh, is retiring as a wrestler, because basically, as far as I'm concerned, he had a heart attack and they had to put a defibrillator in his chest. Yeah, that was I was like, I cannot believe that these men that, you know what I'm saying, you see them week in and week out going out there, getting it done, and all of a sudden he's sick. That bothered me because back in the late 90s, I was a mark. When he was a villain, you know what I'm saying, I was against this man. But, you know what I'm saying, it was like, he was the best villain they had, and uh, coming from a background of liking a lot of movies and and things like that, you know what I'm saying, as much as he pissed me off, he also captivated me. But then when he moved behind the scenes and was bringing up all this talent, and name a female talent, name a male talent from the last 10 years, Triple H has been behind him. For him, for them to say that he has to literally step back from it, that just it, it hurt. I ain't gonna lie about it. It really hurt. I'm not finna sit up here and be like most of the dirt sheets and like, they should have done this. They should have done that. I, 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 I can really give a damn about all of that. You know what I'm saying? I feel personal connection to these men because I watch their life stories. I watched all their lives. Most of the, most of all their life stories, and I understand the struggle they went through. Even though I was never an athlete, I was never a wrestler or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And and the things they had to go through. Yeah. 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 And then fast forward a few months later, his wife, this McMahon's daughter, Stephanie McMahon, uh, she made the announcement. She has to step away. You know I'm I personally a, think after a leave of absence. I personally think that these the reason why she stepped away was to be in support of um, Triple H. Honestly, that's ba- that's that's what I think that that was. But so. the weird thing is that when they announced that she was stepping back, they said he was coming back full time to his backstage duties. That's that's good. Unplug that second USB, the black one. Yeah. There we go. But now, you know what I'm saying, uh, the announcement is Vince's step back. Stephanie will now be the interim CEO until this this mess blows this over. Allegations mess go over. We're not going to go into that, you know what I'm saying. I've watched documentaries about Vince for years. We've watched and we've seen on TV. We've... Uh, you know what I'm saying? We're not going to speculate what happened or what did what did not happen. You know what I'm saying? But it's, but the only thing I can say is say about it is this. Like, okay, these things that you're accusing them of now have come up before. Why are you waiting till now to do a quote-unquote investigation and make him step back now? This is, uh, anybody that's followed wrestling, followed it closely knows that this is not the first time he's been accused of a, of a well, we'll call it a quote-unquote crime, but at the end of the day, it's a moral issue. But that's another story for another time. But I'm like, why are you forcing him out now? Why are you doing this? I think it's per- I think at this point it is a coup. I think somebody in the, in the, in the, um, Oh, what do they call the the bo- board of directors? The board of directors. Somebody, somebody in the board of directors wants wants this company, and they're going to do anything that they can and will at this point, to be exact, to um, take this company away from the, the McMahon's, and then everything else is just a cascading effect at this point. Because I've seen the reason why I say it's going to be a hostile takeover because I've seen it before, and one of the biggest tech giants in the world, and you guys probably already know what I'm talking about, is Apple. Apple was taken over in a hostile takeover from Steve Jobs before he came back in the in the '90s and took his company back. And here's the thing about it: all uh, the hits keep on company. Uh, two major stars have gone down with injuries. That's that's Randy Orton. 
and that's Cody Rhodes. And it's like those guys, uh, those guys were on the track to to uh, produce some of the most compelling television and pay per view that we've ever seen. But they're both down now. And uh, Roman Reigns, the reigning champion of the world for WWE, he's taking a lighter schedule. Nobody knows why he's taking a lighter schedule, but it is what it is. Actually, the speculation from the reason why he's taking a lighter schedule is that his his leukemia, what what he's been battling for the last few years, has flared back up. That is speculation. That is rumored. I cannot. I hadn't heard. I can never. I can neither confirm nor deny that it is true. But I Brock Lesnar f- is back. You know what I'm saying? And we are. We are. We are. The original plan back. for SummerSlam was uh, Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton, but unfortunately, Randy Orton went down with the uh, injury and they penciled Brock in. I don't trust Brock to uh, lead the company. I'm just gonna say. Brock's not going to be able to lead, that, lead the company. Gonna, I trust him. Because, I don't trust him because he's stuck in this part. You know, what I'm saying this part-time thing. But in his defense, I will say this: uh, he's had health issues. He's had part of his intestine removed. A lot of people don't know that. Oh yeah, I, I knew that. Okay, yeah, he's uh, it's not common he, knowledge. He has though. been. He has been sick. I will give him credit for that much, but. Uh, when you think about Shawn Michaels, when you think about Ric Flair, you think about uh, The Undertaker, Triple H, Booker T, Ric Flair, all these guys, you know what I'm saying? You know, he doesn't have the same passion that they have. I'm sorry, I'm saying it publicly. Nothing against him. I'd have a beer with him if I could. But uh, Brock doesn't have the same passion that they do. I'm sorry. No. You know? I, and I'm a Paul Heyman guy. Paul Heyman uh, fought for Brock. Yeah, he did. You know what I'm saying? When he first came in, this is back 20 years ago, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm old school with my wrestling. You know what I'm saying? I started what My first vivid memory of wrestling was, uh, oh, God, this was before Zero was born. It was uh, Saturday's night, Saturday's main event, Saturday night main event, when Andre the Giant came out and confronted Hulk Hogan. That was my first, <laughs> I watched it yesterday. That was my first memory of wrestling, my very first memory of wrestling. And I was scared of Andre, and I felt sorry for Hulk. That's how I became a Hulk Hogan fan. That's you how became- I became a wrestling fan. How you originally? Became, how you became a part of Hulk Mania, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And then I found a Hulk Hogan doll in a ditch, you know. And there was a guy, uh, a boy down the street. That I, I know where he lived down the street from my grandmother, and he had all the wrestling figures. And they thought this was one of his dolls. But when my mama talked to him, oh my god, this gonna hurt. This gonna hurt. This gonna hurt. This gonna hurt. When mama talked to him, he was like, "No, Miss Banks, that's not my dog." I was able to keep that Hulk Hogan dog. Who? Years later, I lost that dog, but that's another story for another time. But the thing about it is that, you know, I fell off with wrestling. Well, here's, um... For a long time. Here's something that's really messed up. Look at the price of gas in that. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) This gas must take take place a couple of years ago, huh? Apparently. <laughs> That's messed up. I fell out of love with wrestling for from nineteen ninety three to nineteen ninety eight. Then I saw a man. This bald headed guy went and got in Mike Tyson's face. Oh I my said god. To myself, who is this man? Who was bold His enough to do that? His name was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Who was bold enough to get in his and face? And he taught me how, regardless of skin color, skin color wasn't an issue. He taught me how to not be a pussy. And it's like my love for the business was reinvigorated. It was watching Stone Cold confront Mike Tyson. It was another reason I got back into it. I was watching A&E. 
and it was a special. It was called Wrestling with Shadows, and it profiled a wrestler named Bret the Hitman Hart, and it was about his real struggles in the business. It wasn't a, it wasn't a wrestling pay per view or a wrestling show. It was about Bret Hart the man. Is Bret the only one left out of his brothers now? No, no, no. Uh, uh, there were twelve. There were twelve of them. Well, uh, how many brothers he had? Oh my God! I, I have to look at it. It was. It wasn't half and half because a couple of his sisters were born first. Oh wow! Then they. Then the brothers were born. Brett. I want to say Brett is. I think. I'm not absolutely sure. No, I think Brett is the fifth child. Okay. There were twelve of them originally. Uh, yeah, so, uh, at least three of his brothers are left. It were twelve of them, so you know, it is what it is. You know, Brett. Uh, That's a shame. That's a shame. You know, but most of the reasons that they passed wasn't even wasn't due to wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Hart family reminds me of my family. I'm all, I've been thinking about that for years and I've never uh, said it publicly. And there's very specific reasons why I, th- I compare the Hearts to us. You know what I'm saying? Because Brett, you know, Read his autobiography. If you haven't read it yet, uh, available please, on Amazon. Please go, please go out and buy it. Uh, or, re- or if you have a Kindle account, you probably can read it for free. It's called Bret Hart, My Real Life in the Cartoon World of Wrestling. <laughs> you know, I always thought he'd do another one, but he hasn't so far. He may, he probably will, but you know, he's been chilling. You know what I'm saying? Now, out of his brother-in-laws, he's, which were in a, a faction with him called the Hart Foundation, he's the only one left. He's he's the only one left. There were five of them, and all of them unfortunately have passed, and he's the only one left. Brett, uh, I just got to, I just got to say, I'm like I'm not like the other wrestling bloggers. Oh, he was a whiner. He whiner. He complained too much. I understand where Brett was coming from. I wish I could meet him and shake his hand, have a beer, and have a conversation with him. And that's all I really want with a lot of these celebrities, especially everybody that's gotten sick in the last couple of months or has passed away, like Ray Liotta. That one right there was a shock to the system. You know, uh, watch these movies. And through the years, as you grow older, they make more movies, and you watch those, you feel like you grow up with them. Speaking of deaths, we do have one um, mentioned as well, Tim Sale. Yes, that's from the world of uh, comic books. Yeah. I forgot totally about it. Tim Sale wrote... Uh, Are you what, kidding what, me? He wasn't right. He was an artist. I'm sorry. No disrespect in the t- intended. Uh, he was a prolific artist that wrote... that worked for DC and Marvel. And the two works that I had in my collection, I'm so stupid, I didn't get, I I might have got one of them when I went to the house. I didn't get, I know I didn't get both of them. The Long Halloween and Dark Victory, two of the most, two of the acclaimed prolific Batman graphic novels that they are. And two, well, not I don't know about Dark Victory, but I know Long Halloween. Uh, it was one of the works that influenced Christopher Nolan and Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves for the Batman, the beginning of his trilogy, and of course Christopher Nolan for his Dark Knight trilogy. And Tim Sale's work. Oh my God. Sorry about that. <laughs> it was good and it felt sketchy. What I mean, like it's all like it felt like he was a police artist, like he was there while Batman and Gordon or the villains or whoever were doing that thing, and he's sketching it. And that's not that's not a criticism. That's like you know, 
this is just my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Who am I, you know what I'm saying? You're a fan. Uh, it's like, you know. You're a fan. I, I, you know, and he did the same kind of work with the Hulk, with Catwoman, and with Spider-Man. Now, those particular graphic novels, I have not read them yet. And hopefully in a few months, I'll be able to download them, or down, or either download them or buy them physically. Now, coming from the old school, I prefer my stuff physically. You know what I'm saying? That's nothing That's nothing against comicology or downloading uh, graphic, novel, graphic novels electronically. You know what I'm saying? But like Stan Lee said before me, it's like it's a difference when you open up that book and look at those pictures. And Tim Sale was one of those guys, you know what I'm saying? His work was very his work was very good. I you know wow. like I said, I didn't I didn't get most of his work, but Long Halloween and Dark Victory I did own and I appreciate the 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 lighting that he used and the uh artistry that he used because it felt like sketches. It felt like he was there in the room while these things was happening. It's fictional stories, but uh Humor me for a moment. Uh, his work was his, his work had a touch of realism to it. You know what I'm saying? Long story short, I didn't when I looked at when I read Dark Victory and uh, Long Halloween, I didn't feel like I was uh, reading reading a comic book or a quote unquote graphic novel. You know what I'm saying? He brought you in. Uh, and I didn't know he uh, he he had, he was advancing age as it was. He was sixty-six. I never knew that. I thought he was a younger guy. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, his work is unparalleled. Uh, we miss him. And speaking of deaths, WWE uh, well, wrestling period has suffered two losses: Dave Hepner and Tim White. They were both referees. Tim White passed away too. Yeah. Yes, today. Uh. Both referees. Tim White, if people don't know, he was a longtime companion of Andre the Giant. He drove Andre around. He made sure Andre made his shows. He uh, handled Andre's hotel arrangements. He was just, you know, he was his best friend. He was uh, the Alfred to Andre's Batman. Long story short. I'm probably going to get flagged again. He, uh... He had been, I know he, I know along, about 20 years ago he had got sick, you know what I'm saying, but as far as I know he beat that. Now, when they first announced Dave, I thought it was, I thought it was his twin brother Earl. Now Earl is more prolific, because Earl was uh, in that Montreal Screwjob, he was uh, part of the, some of the greatest matches in history, and that's not to discount what Dave did. Dave was his twin brother. Uh, Dave started out in the Hogan era, you know what I'm saying, and Earl came along after him. They were twins. They were twin brothers, and they were both in the industry, and they were both referees. But, you know, a day and a half ago, we got the uh, news that Dave had passed, and then Earl had passed. Two referees, two prolific referees, I might add. And just, you know... I don't know what's going on with this black cloud over the WWE, man. It's just like bad news after bad news. Uh, speaking of WWE again, uh, the rumor mill said they've left. They've left. They've let Sasha Banks go. Actually, that that rumor has been confirmed. Sasha Banks has been released from from the WWE. That, that sucks. That rumor was confirmed. That really sucks. I ain't gonna lie, I crushed on her. I liked her. I uh, I like her wrestling style because it's like her and her three friends, Bailey, Charlotte, Becky, they were the four horsewomen. So they earned that title. They were actually wrestling. They were actually fighting. They weren't eye candy, even though all four of them are all eye candy. I wish I could date them, but you know, another story for another time. But they're the actual in-ring ability, they could have carried that company for years. Really? 
They could have carried the cup for you. I just, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. We can mess, read mess, these. Mess. Read, oh, we can read these dirt sheets <laughs> all we want, but we'll never know what really happened. Just like with the fiend Bray Wyatt, we'll never know what happened. You know what I'm saying? Great talent. You're talking about building for the future, like when they uh, before Triple H's uh, heart issues, they forced him out. They never in a million years would have thought of that. Triple H, even if he hadn't met, even if he wasn't uh, a corporate member or a member of the McMahon family or whatever they want to call it, you know what I'm saying? I would have never in a million years imagined him being forced out. Again, it's the cor- it's the corporate entity. It's the board of directors that are they're they're doing they're trying to perform a hostile takeover. That's basically what this is going. This is going, and my thing is, whenever the them forcing Triple H out of his spot, or and firing every single person that he's hired, was just step one. Now they went digging into Vince McMahon's past, saying, "Oh, he did this. Let's go ahead and publicly humili- humiliate him for this, and see if we can force him to step down." Step two complete. But what they didn't realize is that. Interim was going to go to another McMahon because that's that's the way he wrote the company. It stays in the family, if that makes sense. sense So now they're going to try to they're probably going to try to bring something up against Stephanie here soon. And again, that's something that we're going to be watching. We are going to be watching this heavily because this all of this is just developing. All of this is being really, really big. So stay tuned. All I can say is this. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the Duality Fixes Facebook page. We go drop the news as soon as it comes. And again, that's not all the wrestling news from the WWE. That's just the bulk of it. We got more coming. Yeah, so like I said, Cody and Rand- Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton have gone down with the in- injuries. I hate that because uh, they both are good friends. And I think they could have probably had a good feud going in into some slam. What did you know what, what did Cody Rhodes hurt? What did how did he get hurt? Uh, he tore his. I want to say it was his right pectoral muscle. Because this is the sec- this is the second time that he's actually the second time that I know of that he's actually been injured majorly like this to the point where he because he completed a match and he won a title. He completed his match. Okay, that must have been an AEW. Yes. Okay. He completed his match whenever he got hurt the first time. Okay, see, I didn't know about that. See, I follow, see, by me not having the TNT app, I can't follow AEW the way I want to. You know what I'm saying? But I respect them. I have nothing against them. I'm glad there's another. Contender. Another uh, show, uh, another uh, player in the game. You know what I'm saying? We We needed one for a long time, though. Yeah, 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 absolutely. For a long time, because back in the day it was um, it was WCW, and then it was WWE, and then WWE came in, of course, and a yeah, they hostile hostile takeover. (laughs) Well, no, it really wasn't because they just didn't have no more money left. Uh, And it was a hostile takeover of uh, of uh, Turner's company. AOL came in and just bought them out. You and know, I, and, and AOL's first priority was we don't want wrestling on our networks. And Vince was like, "Give it to me." And look what! Oh, oh sorry about that. Oh, you're fine. I just uh, okay. green and green, pink and pink. USB doesn't plug in. Okay. Other one, other one, other one. There we go. All right. Now I can hear, and there we go. Yeah, I got I got my headset in so that way I can actually hear. The game Electronics, everybody. In this game, live. in this game, you gotta be able to hear what's going on because if you don't, you can you'll be um, messed up. And then uh, to switch gears for a whoa, minute. where you at? Switch gears for a minute. Uh, WB. Uh, Amber Heard and. Ezra Miller out. Oh my God! Let's uh, yeah, we go switch, we go switch that up. Ezra, Ezra Miller. 
What can I say about you this? You know, I don't understand what's going on. Now they have accused him of another. Of, first they accused him of running off with one minor. Now they're accusing him of crimes with another minor who's younger. What? Yeah, a 12-year-old. Oh, my God. I don't know the specifics of the case, but they say, you know what I'm saying, but Warner Brothers have dropped him. They say they're going to release the Flash as scheduled, but after that, he's not going to be part of anything in the future. All I got to say and is this. I heard she's, gonna, she's cut out completely. They're going to... And she's appealing her case, the, too. The scuttlebutt that I hear, the rumors that I hear, that they're going to digitally erase her from Aquaman 2 and recast. Yep. Um, also, Amber Heard is going to be re-appealing her, um, her case. She said that um, the jury was completely unfair and biased, and that it was on, that they were already on um, yeah, Johnny's side. She, I'm like, she, yeah, did she, she really? Say, she says they were influenced by social media. Yeah, she says social media lost her the case. Social media didn't lose her the case whenever the jury cannot be on social media talking about the case or looking at anything remotely to the general public about the case. This is part of the reason why whenever there's a jury selection, they literally tell you. Do not go home and watch the news. Do not get on Facebook. Don't get on Twitter or any form of social media or news site so that you can remain unbiased. And I did find out something today which is fairly interesting. Did you know that pastors can't serve on a jury? Pastors? Pastors cannot serve on a jury. Really? Really. That's re reverence, ministry. Yes, they cannot serve. If they get called for jury duty, then they are immune to serve on there. Wow. Because they I've are religious. They are a religious figure. They cannot be... Cause I've never known. Separation of church and state. Well, it, that's our <laughs> laws. You know, I've never known that. Uh, he's schooling me, ladies and gentlemen. I've, I found this out today, and it was it's just a random fact. And I had I came home and looked it up myself. I'm like, huh, this entire time, I did not know this. But Ezra Miller, if you happen to look up and look at, our, look at this on the show and our podcast, man, do us all a favor. Get the hell out of Hawaii. I don't even think he's in Hawaii no more because of this. Uh, Jesus, I, I, you know, I just stay the hell out of Hawaii if you ain't there. I don't understand, you know. I don't get it. How you? Wow. Now there's this theory that I've, I've always had. This is my personal theory. I don't have no evidence to back it up. I don't. I'm not a medical professional in saying it's it, uh, it's called. Uh, Tortured artist syndrome. What I mean is, if you're a true artist, that you, uh, and it, it means that you see the world in a different light than the rest of us do. And it's like, it's hard for you to adapt to uh, certain situations, certain social uh, situations. This young man clearly has something going on with him. Like when it first was published that uh, he had ran off with a, with this 18-year-old whose parents have filed injunctions or whatever they filed. Uh, he's posting stuff on Instagram talking about uh, to the effect of, and you have to uh, double-check me on this. I'm not going to say this is fact, but he was saying stuff on Instagram to the effect that like the universe can't defeat me. I don't know what's going on with this man. All I know is he had a good career going, and now it's down the toilet. Now it's going to shit, and I don't. I just don't understand why. You know what I'm saying? Another thing that's been going on in, in the news as well, and this is revert. <clears throat> excuse me. This is going back to the wrestling world. Jeff Hardy. If you guys know his history, you know his yeah, history. Absolutely, absolutely. He um. He was arrested again. Yep. And they got tape of. Yep. And they even pulled their guns on this man. And he wasn't. I watched the video. He wasn't hostile. He was drunk. And he was intoxicated. You know what I'm saying? You know. It's ridiculous. He's been going through this cycle for years. You know what I'm saying? WWE let him go. They were going to pay for rehab. And he chose he, not uh, to go. He, you know, he refused them. You know, now AEW has picked him up. He's had some matches. He had some. He's had some success, but 
again, you get you know, but Tony Khan has come out and said he can't come back till he get clean. Yep. Until he completes rehab. Yep. And I can't get mad at Tony Khan about that. Yeah. I've nothing but the respect for Tony Tony Khan. When Not you, just for this situation, but overall. But when you come when the CEO and owner of the company comes out saying you are going to do this, I would recommend you go and do it. Absolutely. I would recommend you go and do it um kind of hella fast. You know. Go ahead and get it done. Be wow. be done with it. I just thought about it. You know Jeff been in the game 30 years? Say what? Yes. They started when they were 15. I did not know that. Yeah. That is news. Uh, they probably lied about their age, but yeah. They started in the game. Uh, here's a fun fact. Trivia. Uh, I want to say... Nineteen ninety six, King that of the Ring. Don't. Oh. What? What? Yeah. Don't. Just don't try not to move it. it okay. Nineteen ninety six, King of the Ring, or he was nineteen ninety five or ninety four, King of the Ring. Uh, that pay per view they had the they had guys opening doors for the wrestlers. One of those pay per views, ninety four, ninety five, or ninety six, it was Jeff and Matt opening the doors for the wrestlers. Here's, That's how long they've been there. Has Matt has Matt came out and spoke about I anything that is going? What in the world? Nothing that I've heard of. Wow, ah, shotgun. Nothing that I've heard of. Help! 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 This is about. This is gonna suck on your part because, unlike you. Gotcha. Now, nah, player, just stay on the ground. But yeah, I'm trying to figure out why Matt did, has not came out and said anything. He's probably trying to keep it hush. He's probably trying yeah, to talk to his brother about. Do it private. Talk to his brother saying, hey, look, man, if you want to continue doing your thing, then reboot that. Keep, keep in mind, every celebrity doesn't live on social media. And that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? If it were me, I would be kind of private, too. I'll be very private. You know? Exactly. Let's see. I need to drop that. Thank you. But it just, it just doesn't add up to me. It doesn't make any sense to me. They didn't get... They didn't literally. They didn't literally gave AEW gave you your second chance, and you wouldn't you wouldn't squander it from what, in my opinion. And then I know Booker T was in his feelings about it. He felt like, well, AEW shouldn't have had him doing ladder matches or whatever. The higher quality, the higher, uh, his argument was the higher standard of the match. The more violent or whatever it is, it, it made him more prone to relapse or whatever. But I was what, like, that makes if, a, if a person has a problem, they just have a problem. Yeah, they should. He should have took. It, it shouldn't. It doesn't matter what kind of match they're competing in. If they got a problem, they whether whether it's a regular match or a run in or whatever, you know. He should have had. Get high, they're gonna get high. He should have taken care of that problem years ago, whenever it was first offered to him. And the WWE, good grief, really? So now y'all shooting at me again? That ain't the first time they offered him help. They they let him go before, way back in the past, over his issues. You know what I'm saying? And we love Jeff. We, you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, uh, he was the one. He was the one to watch in those uh, TLC matches, man. I was like, all those guys are uh, just. <sighs> Threw themselves into it. Oh, now, now, player. And we hate that it's come to this. We absolutely do because it's like you know, these men are men at the end of the day, and they're entertainers. Exactly. Exactly. They. Uh, it's it's kind of hard, especially when you know some of these people, some of these wrestlers we've been watching since we were kids. Yeah. And for them to be going through this, you got to remember that every Absolutely. everybody's human at the end of the day. Yeah, everyone is human at the end of the day. 
All I can say is, again, if any any of these celebrities happen to just look up and watch our podcast, all I all I'm saying is, Jeff, if you if you're watching this, please, man, just just go get the help that you need, so that so that you can get back to what you need to do. Wrong. Top Gun Maverick did good. Uh, Top Gun Top Gun Maverick is doing really well. It uh it was Tom Cruise's highest box office gross in his career. Where's and that's counting all the Mission Impossibles, ladies and gentlemen. I know everybody knows this already, but I want to talk about it because uh, I'm a fan of Tom. I always have been. All the controversy aside, man, I just, I get a kick out of the guy. I feel like I grew up with him. Top Gun was probably the first movie I saw. The original Top Gun was probably the first movie I saw with Tom. If I'm thinking about it correctly, yeah. It was either Top Gun or Rain Man. I can't remember. I honestly can't remember which. But it's like, like I said, I feel like I grew up with it. You know what I'm saying? This is ridiculous. I'm getting shot it's left just, and right. Uh, I'm getting shot know. left and right. It's but we gearing up for another a new Marvel movie in a few weeks. Uh, Thor. Yes. Yes. I have been, I've been anticipating it for a while, especially now because you already know who came back for for the for, for the fourth round. I'm actually very very happy that she that she is back. Yes, that's my crush. Man, oh man, I love her. I've been, I've been anticipating. I was not expecting to see her in the trailer, and she was in the trailer. That blew that blew my mind. My reason. It's Christian Bale. I mean, I he's like a young De Niro to me. I mean, and Christian Bale to be pay, playing a villain is is really really different. Again. Oh, oh, that's how he started off his career playing. Well, he started off his adult career because he's been working since he was a child, ladies and gentlemen. But in two thousand, he put out two movies. He was the villain in Shaft with Samuel Jackson. Grand Prix. I don't know what you're the, doing, but I need villain, you over here, man. He was the villain in uh, American Psycho. Blew me away. I hated him in those roles. Well, more specifically, Shaft in American Psycho. I wanted to strangle him. He was this racist SOB, man. You know what I'm saying? And, I and you know, shot, uh, Samuel Knocked him out, you know what I'm saying, in one scene. Oh, great. Well, I was waiting till the end of the movie where he knocked him out again, but he didn't get a chance to. But, <laughs> but, but man, that that acting, I was like, who is this dude? <laughs> then I find, then we did another picture with Matthew McConaughey where I've come to find out he's actually a British actor. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, that's cool, too. Then. Well, all right, all right, all right. There's, there's. The most vivid memory. I was in college at uh, where was where was I? Where was I? Man, it's. I want to say I was in Shreveport, Louisiana. I said, you know, they have a computer center for all for the that's available to all the students. <clears throat> I sat down at the computer center. I had some work to do, but I messed off before that. You know, <laughs> I sat down and I I was on Yahoo Movies. Man, I ain't heard that I, in a minute. I, I know, right? They're still kicking. Yeah, barely. And just ain't as prolific. But I sat down at Yahoo Movies website, and there was a list of articles in the entertainment section. There was like yada yada yada, whatever. Britney Spears, some some, you know, whatever. <laughs> One of the articles said, "And the new Batman is." But it, you know, what I'm saying that was the name of the article. I clicked on it. A big picture of Christian Bale's face. Christian Bale is the new Batman. I looked at it, wasn't even a second year. I said, yes, I agree with it. I want this. I agree with it. I want this. <laughs> this is our new Batman. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And the Dark the Dark Knight came out. It went on to make millions. 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 And, of course, then the Dark Knight Rises oh came out, God. and then we had that, had that idiot in, in Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. You know, yeah, I remember that, too. I was like, yes. Because now... Here's the thing. Spider-Man, the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was a big thing. 
Uh, this was back in the days of the message boards before there was true <laughs> social media. Right. One of the biggest message boards were IMDb, and everybody was speculating. Okay, uh, Willem Dafoe was a great green goblin. Who should be Doc Ock? Who should be Mysterio? Who should be Venom? Who should be this? Stuff? And I was like, man, Christian Bale would make a good carnage. This was just my thinking at the time. It's 20 years ago. But when they announced him as Batman, and it just clicked with me. I was like, yes. My thing that's is... My, that, no disrespect to Michael Keaton. That's my personal hero. That's my favorite Batman. Always will be. But when they when they finally recast the role, I was like, yes. And despite what the internet say about the Batman voice or whatever... I'm not worried about... He, he was, I ain't worried about he, that he, voice. He, he, was a, he was a great Batman. I, I enjoyed him in all three pictures. I enjoyed it. I like. I was like. I knew he was gonna knock it out of the park. I gained respect for Christopher Nolan for the first two pic, for the first two pictures he did. That was uh, Memento and uh, Insomnia. I was like, mm, he's a different kind of choice for a Batman movie. I'm, I'm with it. But you know, and they knocked it out of the park. As we both know, Christian Bale is a chameleon when it comes to God. Yes, dog, it where are you? No Christian Bale role is the same. Uh, same thing with Heath Ledger, who played his Joker. You know what I'm saying? I just hate they didn't didn't get a chance to work again again. And it didn't even have to be a Batman movie. It could have been something else. When I see these actors, I'm like, man, so and so should work well. That's why it, it really upsets me that Denzel and Samuel have never worked together. I, I that, would, that I'm waiting. Blows my mind, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my god. And speaking of Samuel, he came out recently with a statement. He was like, you know, I'm proud of my career. Everything, well, this is paraphrasing. This is not an exact quote. I'm proud, of my, I'm proud of everything I've done. But at this point in my career, I'd rather do Nick Fury and, Mace, Nick Fury and Marvel or Mace Window and Star Wars, Star Wars than do an Oscar bait movie. And I understand where he comes from for that. Because I was thinking about the other day, uh, it's been so many roles that he's done that he's been he hasn't even been nominated or been passed over for. Like one that comes to my mind, one that just dropped in my consciousness is the negotiator. Uh, when he was uh, a hostage negotiator for the police department, and he got set up. He was he was golden. Golden in that. That was just great acting, and the whole movie, the way it was written, they don't even bring up race once. So. You know that the role was originally written for a white man. Get him. You know what I'm saying? Dang it. The whole time in this setup and everything that's going on throughout the movie. Come get him. is not brought up once. Get out of the car. another telltale sign is that he dyed his hair for the role. Oh, he was so good in there, man. I like that movie. I hate that I don't have that DVD no more. But again, that's another story for another time. But it's like, you know, we love everything he does. When he did Unbreakable for the first time, when God he had it. Frederick Bell's haircut, he could have got a he got a got Oscar for that. Thing. You know what I'm saying? He just you know he's a chameleon too. You know a lot of people say, oh, it's just Samuel playing Samuel. If you watch those movies closely, every it's a di- it's a different role every single time. You know, every single hate, time. And, and him and Denzel are friends, and they've never worked together. I hate that. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that. I was like. Why have these men have not worked together? It's kind of different. It's so weird. It's different seeing us up on the big screen. Never worked with Kevin Hart before. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't be opposed to it. I don't see. I don't. I don't see Eddie and Kevin ever working together. Being completely honest, that their their comedy styles are are yeah, yeah, di- very different. You know. It's kind of weird looking at looking up at us on the big screen behind us, though. I'm not gonna even lie. That is I know, right? that is very very weird. It, in case you guys ever want, you can actually download the um, Twitch app to your Fire Stick and watch us on your TV or watch us on your projector or however you watch us instead of having to sit down on a phone or sit down in it at a computer. Oh man, but but stranger things have happened. You know what I'm saying? For a long time, people thought Vin Diesel and The Rock would never work together. Right, look, right, look, right. Look what happened. Maybe think about that uh, ad lib scene. 
And that was an actual spit take that Ludacris did because he was not expecting that. That is heavy. Dwayne Johnson is not the man you want to go toe to toe with. uh, Back in Louisiana, we call it check. You don't want to go to. You don't want to trade insult with him. Watch the old wrestling with him. Oh my god. You don't want to go there, man. He's got a response for everything. Nobody has ever outworked him on that microphone, including Stone Cold Steve Austin. And and he Austin is my personal favorite. (laughs) The Rock just the Rock just hit him. I mean, I watched that stuff. So what are you gonna do tonight, Rock? First of all, your breath stinks. <laughs> First of all, Rock is not concerned with what you think. It doesn't matter what you think. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he just, anything, like Peter Gray, anything he says is a stench. Don't come you know, you know how good it would be if they could get him a family guy? Oh, my God. <laughs> I ain't talking about no one-off. I'm like a couple of episodes. episodes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Deadpool's, Deadpool's about to die. Deadpool's about to die. Dang it. Come on now. But right now, man, we eight minutes eight minutes left on the hour mark. We got some we got some news. Oh, Deadpool one. The hell? Oh, Deadpool is in Fortnite. Yeah, the the skin is in Fortnite. Okay, I didn't know that. Our we got eight the minutes. Gaming is so different now, ladies and gentlemen. I come from a different era, so I uh, I can play as Chris Redfield in this. I can play as Gambit in this. I can play as Rogue. But we're eight minutes left. We got some news to share with you guys, and it's definitely definitely news to um to share. The first things first. We have been in this thing a little bit over a year now, and we are currently in talks with someone at the moment to gain our first sponsor. Yes, you heard it correct. Duality Broadcasting LLC is about to be sponsored finally. It has been a year and a month. 13, 13 months. 13, 13 long, grueling months of sitting here talking to you guys. But it is absolutely incredible. It's an incredible feeling. Me, um, I actually got the message yesterday as we were coming back from the zoo. Brando was in the van with me. I broke I broke it down to him, letting him know, saying, hey, this is what it is. Do you, do you want to go for it? Absolutely. <laughs> You know, it, it. We're not the only. Obviously, we're not the only podcast out there doing what we do. You know, and it's just like you know, somebody saw what we're doing. It was like, I want to take a chance on. And and that's how it happened for a lot of people. Like uh, with Samuel. Samuel had been working, living out his car, for years, and finally somebody said. I want to put you in my movie, and the movie was a hit. And one of the highlights of the movie was called Pulp Fiction. With John Travolta. Oh, man. And they was like, we're going to nominate this guy. He didn't win, unfortunately. He didn't win. But Samuel Jackson was a name of the 90s, of the 2000s, 2010, and that, you know. And he finally got his Oscar this year. Yes. It wasn't televised. It wasn't televised. It was a private event. It was a private event. That's the reason why he he didn't want it publicized. That's I did find that out. You know. I wonder why. He's a private man. He's a you know what I'm saying. Tyler Perry lived out his car too. And look where he's at now. He has his own zip code now. His own zip code. The second bit of news that we have is actually for our kids' um, side of the broadcast, Duality Kids, which will be streaming um, Thursdays at 6 p.m. over still on the sa- still on the same channel right here on Twitch on Duality Broadcasting's channel, but it will be Duality Kids, and I'm we're, we're going to turn over the reins because it's a ki- it's a kids' platform, so it's going to be for kids by kids. And going to turn over the reins to of uh, the Facebook page and the 
Instagram page that was created today. So you guys go follow at Duality Kids on Instagram too. To none other than Emily and Kaylee. They're standing behind me right now on camera. Hello. Hi. But they will be take they will be taking over the reins. Of course, me and Brando will be right there to help them out. Thanks. We're gonna be right we're gonna be right there holding down the fort with them. But they are going to take control over it. It's going to be going to be some time before they they are sitting in these chairs. Let me put it to you that way. It's going to be some time because it takes it takes a little bit to get there. Yeah. Get to where we get to where it. it I'm not going to say perfect because nothing's perfect. Right. It's still a learning experience. It's still a learning curve. Learning curve. Huh? We're still learning. Oh yeah, we're still we're still learning. I'm learning just sitting here. <laughs> but. Ladies, thank you so much for being on camera. Y'all can y'all can go back in there for a second. <laughs> We're t- telling the broadcast. I'm gonna turn over the reins to Brando because I know that he has some things on it on his mind. Brando, take it away. In this country, it goes without saying the black man has been vilified. There are a lot of families out there where the father wasn't around. That's why I said what I said initially. Uh, the father wasn't around. Uh, and throughout culture, Malcolm X, no, now, I'm going to put it in a historical concept before I say what I have to say. Uh, Malcolm X nor Martin Luther King had to deal with that because they daddies were there from day one. Now, I'm not the leader Malcolm or Martin was. That's just reality. I accepted that a long time ago. But I will say this, that what I have in common with them is that my father was there too. He was there every day. And for someone to take an obituary off a wall because they had they had beef with him, it was bullshit. I hate to get personal on this thing, but it, this has been on my mind for about a month, and I got to say something about it. You know what I'm saying? Bottom line, point blank, my father was a good man. I don't care who feels some type of way about it, and I know I'm not the man my father is. You know what I'm saying? I failed in life. I've been failing for 20 years, you know what I'm saying? But that's my, that's not because of my father, you know what I'm saying? That's my burden to bear, you know what I'm saying? And I don't need nobody because they're obsessed with real estate. They're obsessed with money to come and judge me because you didn't agree with what my father did. And that's the only reason you hate me is because because of my father. Don't get mad at me because my daddy did what your daddy didn't do. And I'm going to say it like that. And I don't care how you feel about it. I don't care. You can block me. You can cuss me. You can text me. You know what I'm saying? I could care less. The bottom line is my father was judged for things he didn't even have no control over. And it was a very old movie, a very old movie. It's called Raising in the Sun. And the, and the mother was talking to her son, and she's like, I knew a man once that made his pain work for him. And that's who my father was. He made his pain work for him. I haven't mastered the art of that yet. But, at 40, but approaching 40 years old, I'm learning. I'm not the devil. I don't hate God. I don't, I don't, I don't hate period. You know what I'm saying? If anything, I hate it's money. I hate money. I wish we could go back to the days that, and I'm gonna say it like this: If I got a, if I got some beans and you got a cow and you need my beans and I need your cow, we could just exchange, and that's that's the way it is. You're judging me over money, and that's what this has always been about. I I, I climb on the back I climb on the back of a truck every day. And I see all these houses. Most of them are two stores. Most of them are mansions. 
and I'm thinking to myself, and I see maybe one car, two cars, maybe three, you know, I'm seeing, and I'm, I'm emptying this trash, and it's not a lot of kids' stuff in the trash. So it's like, okay, there's no kids' stuff in this trash. It must only be adults living here. You sitting up here, you sitting up in here with 20, with 15, 20, 30 rooms, and it's only maybe four, maybe five of y'all. What are you doing with 30 rooms? What would I do with 30 rooms? I'm going to tell you exactly. And it's got nothing to do with Bruce Wayne or Malcolm X or anybody. This is what Jeremy would do. Housing, uh, housing for the homeless. Okay. That's what I do with the money. Okay. Uh, like somebody told me years ago. Oh, uh, 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 you drink too much. You do this, you do this. The Lord can't trust you as a millionaire. That's bullshit. Okay. Uh, what I do with the million dollars, I help other people. Is what I'm trying to say. So I don't care about money. The biggest thing I want to do with money is travel. I want to see Niagara Falls. I want to see the Eiffel Tower. I want to see the uh, Statue of Liberty. I want to go to Washington, D.C. I want to walk through the Pentagon. They have tourist stuff. The point I'm making is your obsession, your obsession with money, your obsession with money don't mean nothing to me. I'm not obsessed with money. So if if the Lord give me a mansion, I got 30 rooms, what am I going to do with 30 rooms? Uh, Low-income house. I don't like seeing people on the street, particularly veterans. Oh, I'm no black Republican. I support my military because they were, they had the courage to do that, what I wouldn't do. In 2003, I walked in there. I, I I was uh, I walked in there, trying to go to the recruiter, and I chickened out. I was too chicken shit to join. So I have nothing but respect for the military. The point is, nobody who ever served in the United States Army should be without a house right now. Uh, the Navy, the uh, the Coast Guard, whoever. If you are military and you serve, you should have benefits and a house. But you're sitting up here, you're taking a bitch right off the wall, and you're judging me for the stuff that I didn't do.